Welcome, fellow bastards, to Bastards Backstage. I am your head bastard, Freddie Fisher. This is the place where we get to know a little bit more about our favorite bastards. Today's bastard is Matt. Matt's joined us actually a couple times in the background, but he did get to join the Wrestling Factions episode that just dropped as we're recording today for WrestleMania weekend. How are you doing today there, sir? I'm doing good. I'm I'm on this side of the grass, so I'm doing I'm doing real real good. <laughs> well, this this is pretty easy. We have about 25 or so questions here to help our fans and yours get to know you a little bit more. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. We tried to start off with an icebreaker here and it is this one. How many square feet of pizza do you think you eat in a year? Oh wow. Um Considering I can eat a whole frozen pizza to myself and the fact that when we get pizzas ordered from anywhere, it's usually a large split between me and Jamie, and I tend to eat a lot more than she does, so uh, I'd probably go with a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't give it a number. I don't really know. Square foot. You're probably looking at, wow, 100 square feet. Solid answer. <laughs> Do you guys have a uh, favorite topping or a place to go? No, generally we go with, either go with Casey's, Domino's, or George's. Bread dough used to be a favorite, but they're, they've changed up a lot. I don't know. It, uh, a lot of times when we get our pizza, it tastes like the dessert pizzas because they don't clean off their knives when they're cutting. No. So it tastes kind of weird. But uh, my favorite probably is George's. One it's of my like, favorite... See, one of my favorite things about, about George's too is that um used to work there in the I past. I was I, I was a pizza maker over there. My favorite pizza probably from there is I get the Hawaiian pizza and that comes with pineapple. I don't care if anybody says pineapple don't be on serve be on pizza. Bull crap. I get pepperoni, bacon added to it, and then I sprinkle the the red pepper mm-hmm. all over it and then coat it with Parmesan cheese. It's my favorite thing. But I can't you know, I'm not a, I can't do spice because of my, I get heartburn real bad if I do. <laughs> One of my favorite times to eat pizza was back in the nineties. We had the entire book it program back there. So you get like a, um, like a, if every time you read like a hundred books or at least got your parents to sign off that you read, read a hundred books, you, um, you go to pizza hut, grab a personal pan pizza, two liter of Mountain Dew, uh, in 64 the whole night. But one of the things that, that the, the 90s, which was back in the entire Pocket program, had was, for my preference, really good music. But that brings up the next question. What is your favorite 90s jam? Oh, 90s. Oh, wow. Um, uh, I wasn't big in the grudge, so you can't, you can't question. Yeah, I'm not a big Nirvana or Pearl Jam fan. Uh, probably Alice in Chains and Metallica. Uh, song-wise, you know, Metallica Black Album, you know, Inner Sandman. Yeah, um, Sam, say Sandman was really good back then. One was probably one of my, my favorite songs from them. Um, was a favorite of ours. Uh, uh, our little high school clique band that we tried to form. We did a, we tried to do Pride, you know, White Lions Pride. It's it maybe an older song than you used to. It's late. That was actually probably late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, but, I still uh, count it. And uh, 
they'll fade to black and for whom the bell tolls by by metallica those were great yeah you metallica like i'm i'm not a huge fan of their uh entire stance on sharing music and stuff uh, stuff like that i can i can understand it don't get me wrong i can understand it somewhere understand where they're coming from but um but i do like their as far as music and stuff goes but what are you rocking out to now uh a lot of shine down uh jelly roll uh i like <laughs> this is gonna sound weird but i like the older uh mgk like wild boys it's one of my favorite songs macklemore you know, thrift shops fun I, I listen to a whole bunch of different. I'm not a big country fan, but I do like a few country songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brantley Gilbert. Uh, 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 he likes Britney Spears. Don't let him lie. Yeah, she was no, nothing wrong with that. She was sexy. Well, okay, so what what you're saying is that you have a very very a colorful palette yeah. as far as music goes. You go from from one end to the spectrum to the other. I'm a lot of, of the same way. I I, I have a very very colorful um, Spotify list, um, or or what does it call it? Eclectic, as a way. I'm gonna go with colorful on this one because it transitions perfectly into the next question. How do you describe the color yellow? Banana. To to a blind man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's that's to a blind person. Now, that's that's a variety though, because because can a just because he's blind doesn't mean he can't see light. Doesn't mean is he is he completely blind? Like is it black to him, or you know that's or her? You know, I, that's a hard one to do because some some blind people cannot see and read, but they can see shade. You know, like light frequencies. Uh, yellow, I would I would say warm. Uh, anybody that knows anything would say the sun or banana because of the color you know it's that's a hard one to describe though i mean happy <laughs> yellow warmth light that is a legitimate question a legitimate job interview question for google by the way is it really yeah it <laughs> yes it is uh so is this one actually it's like you are a new crayon in a new box what color are you and why so i'd say there's a marine joke here but i'm not gonna go there (laughs) i can i was in the military but um (laughs) we'll get to that later sometime my favorite color would be orange I, i like i'm a i'm orange the burnt orange like dark brown or dark colored orange i think like a rust colored orange mm-hmm. it's probably one of my favorite colors i think i would be that because yeah. you know it suits me you and your wife both have a very comical sense to life <laughs> like just to say that in the best way possibly can you guys like to have fun you guys like to go out you guys like to try new things and just kind of go with it but what is the funniest thing to happen to you recently that you can legally talk about funniest thing yes uh, i played in a pool 
league this week, and uh, I played against a, a handicapped lady in a wheelchair, and, and <laughs> I whooped her bad. But I was so I was ready to be done. You know, I, I didn't want to play anymore really, and I told her, you know, just take the go up and you know keep going. I'm I'm ready to be done. You know, and she started kind of she almost cried i'm like no cry you play really well you know and i felt good for you know it's not a funny thing but that's a it's it's a a feel-good moment you know mm -hmm. I, I can't really think of anything funny that's happened to me so. well ultimately he's saying he has no funny moments because he's not the funny one in this marriage with your wife sitting next to you this question should be fun Polling family and friends, what would they say that you are most known for? Uh, <laughs> uh, I am, <laughs> I'm one that uh, you don't want to sit next to at a funeral. Uh, you don't want me to be around for grace because I got my own way of being. I make light of everything. I'll, I'll be the one that they'll definitely say. I'm very known for, after Grace has said at our family meals, I will say, rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub, amen, let's eat. And, you know, because they're going to do a long spiel. And uh, I'm definitely known for that. And I'm definitely known for pull my finger. No. No, you're <laughs> not. Her dad. I've, no. I've tried to take over that role. I'm, I'm one that would be at a funeral literally making the people next to me laugh because I don't like to be down. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of a black sheep disruptive person when it comes to stuff like that. So that, that's definitely what I'm known for. No, 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 no. What he's known for, Freddie, is how he smells good. Oh. How many fucking times a night at my job I get ladies okay. and men telling me how he smells good. But this is a family uh -huh. I've heard that too, actually. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I don't go out with you guys very often. It's very, like, once in a blue moon of blue moons. But, like, I have heard that. And Matt, you do smell amazing. Like, I don't know what you use, and you might want to keep, keep it a secret, because uh -huh. I mean, competition-wise, but still. Well, actually, you know what? That brings up the next question, though, because uh, there's that's talking about things that you wouldn't really want to to talk about. What is one question that you would never answer in public? With this, we're not looking for the answer to that question because, again, this is public. Being in the military, I had to do some things over in Iraq that was not fun for me, and uh, I hate it when people come up and go. How many people did you kill over there? Well, I, I, I didn't go over there to do that. I went over there to protect and do my job. You know? mm -hmm. I, I hate that. It ain't about body count. It's about who you help. That's a really, that's a really dumb, dumb question to ask too. It really is. It's really, really time. dumb. It's really inconsiderate. From here at, here us at Bracket Bastards and, and myself personally, I would like to thank you for your service. And, and more or less, not for your service, but for, for your sacrifice of time and passion and 
perseverance and all of the future bullshit you're going to have to deal with because of your service as well. But yeah, for everybody out there, don't, unless the person is publicly bragging about it, if they mention a military service, don't ask that dumbass question. Just thank them. See how they're doing. Because uh, uh, many of us deal with demons every day. From veteran, veteran suicide. I think what uh, I, I think somebody said, uh, like every twenty-two seconds or something like that. Uh, a veteran, a military veteran, a United States veteran, commits suicide. Which, granted, suicide is a travesty to start with, but to to have somebody to go go over there to make this laying their body on the line to protect us even start with and then to come home and not have the services provided to them have conversation with them thank them um let them make 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 sure that they're doing they're, they're doing okay and the best advice that i could ever give to somebody who wants to thank a person of the military is thank them personally and then make it up to them make sure that their sacrifice of time passion perseverance energy and their future endeavors does not go unnoticed because you are a complete twat and making sure that your your freedoms were not uh or sorry are not being taken advantage of because they went over there to actually help you with that for the hand. that's all I say. yeah people hand. out tell me thank you and uh, that's you know you don't you don't have to you know it, it, most of the veterans that i know and that i served with are going to tell you thank you back but it's not necessary for you to mm-hmm. give back to me for what i've done i did my job i took an oath i did what i was supposed to do I went over there with my guys. I came back with my guys. I said, you know, we we did our job. That's like me thanking you for putting milk on the table for your kids. You know, you don't have to do that. I I did my job. I hope your freedoms last. You know, that that's my freedoms too. You know, I did what I had to do to survive, and I did what I had to do to provide for my family. So. That question has the unique ability to bring up demons, uh, kind of, kind of bring the conversation down a little bit. So I, I have the next question in the chamber, just in case. A penguin waddles through your doorway wearing a sombrero. What does he say to you, and why is he there? <laughs> um, you're making me think of Billy Madison. <laughs> you're not you're not the only one dude i've gotten that so many times yeah uh probably first words out of his mouth what's up bro Let's go get tacos. <laughs> tacos and tequila homie yeah i got a, i got a hat i was gonna wear that says tacos and cervezas <laughs> but uh that's a funny question, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm a huge fan of it. I I I'm pretty. I I think my daughter sent me that one. Um, 
when we were doing this because she she has her own show as well and uh she was wanting to do like an interview type type thing as well so she was coming up with some, some crazy ass questions i'm like you know what i absolutely love that i have a friend of mine who is is adores penguins my wife that's that's like her that's that's her spirit animal man <laughs> penguin uh, speaking of your wife by the way i'm gonna need her for this next one. Uh oh babe so you're needed so so jamie come back in the room uh, a lot of people do the entire two two truths and a lie. I'm not a huge fan of that. I personally think it's been been uh, overdone and it's not really creative and everything else. So I'm going to do two lies and a truth. Two things about you uh, that are are complete lies but could be true, and something that that is true about you that doesn't sound like like it is, but it is actually true. But this is a this is a couple rule on this one. So I'm going to flip the script on you guys. And I want Matt to give two lies and a truth about Jamie and Jamie, who will be going first, two lies and a truth about Matt. Two lies and a truth. And don't tell us what, which one's a lie, which one's a truth. That's for the crowd to figure out. Um, he was an all state swimmer back in high school. He was a male pimp for his last job. And let me see. He used to hand out demos for Slipknot back in 1995, 96. Nice. All right, Matt, you want to try it? Sure. Two lies and a truth about, about Jamie. Uh, I've known Jamie since she was born. It's 5'4". Her eyes are blue. All right, Matt, back to you on this one. Uh, picking any character from any type of medium, being movies, TV, comic books, regular books, uh, any type of story fantasy out there whatsoever, who would you want to be and why? Huh. Well, I'm going to have to go with my all-time favorite book series by Stephen King, The Gunslinger. Uh, Roland of Galilee was the gunslinger who chased after the man in black. Uh, He was a protector, someone who protected the weak destroyed anything bad uh, went against the black to win the light and I've always been a big big person ish and I've always stood up for who couldn't stand up for themselves and I feel really attached to that particular character well I can tell you one thing you're you're a person that I I wouldn't want to meet in a dark alley uh, after doing something stupid. So, uh, how would you spend one million dollars on yourself? <laughs> a million dollars, jeez. A chance to be greedy a little bit, or not really greedy, but selfish. I would probably spend it on a house and. A bunch of guns <laughs> and shoes 
Who was your celebrity crush as a teenager? Pamela Anderson from uh, Baywatch. I remember that. Slow-mo slow and all. Pre-move job and... Post. Boring. <laughs> well, you know, Heather Locklear, you know, that's the other one. If you could join a fictional family, that means join one and not replace somebody for that family, what fictional family would you want to join? Why? <laughs> Two and a half men. <laughs> Charlie and... <laughs> What's this? What's the brother's name? Uh, Alan. Alan. Yeah. I would. I would love to be the other brother. The other brother, and I would put Charlie and Alan both in their place. Be like a Three Stooges type right. <laughs> type show. Yeah. I'd be Mo. Woo. We dove back in the past in the last couple of questions. I'm going to dive in the future on on this next one. Uh, we're going to talk about goals. Uh, in one year, five year, and ten year time time spaces, what are things that you want to accomplish? One year, five year, and ten year. Uh, one year goal, probably a decent job. I'm trying to find a good job right now. But then five year goal, be the best provider I can for my son and my wife and my stepson. You know, I, I, other than that, I really don't have a lot I want. In 10 years, move back down to Texas. We're actually planning on doing the, doing the same thing, by the way, when, when we retire. Uh, we're planning to head down to the uh, San Antonio area. Pretty Just, place. Yeah, it, it really is. We went down there. We had our We had a week down there for our honeymoon, and it was actually hotter in Iowa than it was in Texas at that point. And that was like the middle of June, which is really nice. It was like t- 10 degrees cooler down there than it was, was up here. Oh, wow. Yeah. We would be moving down towards, uh, the Houston area, South of Houston. Mm-hmm. Down called Alvin, Texas is where my dad lives. One of my favorite things as a podcaster is words. There are hundreds of thousands of words out there. There's good words, bad words, words that nobody really ever uses. There's a couple words that I don't allow on the Bracket Bastard show. But we're going to talk about three of them. One, number one, we're going to talk about your favorite word. Uh, I say the F word a lot. <laughs> that's probably not my favorite word, but it's, it's one that's used quite a bit. I use beautiful a lot. Every morning when I wake up and I go to work, I text my wife, good morning, beautiful, I love you. Every morning. What is your least favorite word? I got a few. Uh, the N word for sure is, mm-hmm. is de- that's a cliche though. Everybody hates that word. But uh, I don't like being called stupid. So using the word stupid just kind of, you, know, you can call me just about anything else under the sun. Like, just don't call me late for supper and stupid. And everybody's favorite part of this particular question, what is your favorite swear word? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I say for fuck's sake a lot. <laughs> we had a uh, first sergeant when I was in the Army that did a two-minute safety briefing and said the F word 52 times in two minutes. <laughs> No kidding. We counted. 
um, who or what inspires you in life? A lot of people. Uh, I learn a lot from a lot of people. Uh, my dad, him and I had a, a past, you know, and you would never know it now. The respect I have for him and the love and he taught me things that I didn't want to be, taught me things that I wanted to do. Um, him and, and my stepdad both are in that category. You know, they, you can't learn any better from teachers like them, you know. Uh, I wish I had learned quicker and, you know, I wish it hadn't taken me as long to learn that they were right. <laughs> but we wouldn't be who we are if we weren't who we were. Mm -hmm. Go for that it. was what inspires you in life. What shuts you down? I'm, I'm a prideful guy. Uh, I don't like to fail. And when I don't feel like I'm doing potentially as good as I can, I kind of stop. You know, I, damn it, I can do better, but I kind of fall down, I guess you could say. Like if I fail at a job or, or, uh, like I don't feel like I'm learning the way I should, or I, I get, I'm my own worst critic and own worst enemy when it comes to, I guess, uh, battling against myself <laughs> mm -hmm. so uh, uh nobody can get down on me worse than me you can you can tell me i'm a piece of shit but i'm gonna call myself a piece of shit three times worse than what you are if something goes wrong and i and i'm failing i will i'll bottle in you know I'll, i don't i i don't like to fail You just you you discussed a couple minutes ago that you're currently looking for better employment. If you could choose a dream job, a job that you know that you wouldn't fail at, no matter what your circumstances are right now, what would you want to do? Work with kids. I wanted to go to school before I joined the army, but I couldn't afford it. Obviously, mm -hmm. I wanted to become a. a child psychologist and work with children that were like me growing up I was I was a bad kid I got into a lot of trouble and got sent away and and with what I know and what I've been through I felt that would be something I could really help change you know help them win <laughs> I would let to do something humble like that. What is a job that you would never do? <laughs> I did a lot of fast food growing up as a kid. I just, as much as, as easy as it is, it, I, I got friends that work at like Taco John's and stuff. And I run into them after they get off work. And they, it's just a horrible thing. You know, smell mm -hmm. and 
Like, dude, go shower. <laughs> go clean up. Yeah, dude, that that smell of fried grease just gets stuck in everything. I mean, you have it, have it on your clothes, and it gets 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 rubbed off on your car seat. So every time you go somewhere, whether you're going to work or not, like that smell is involved with you. And like the the only good way of doing that is to just have a change of clothes at work and change at work. And even that sewage. Yep. Something to do with sewage. <laughs> so so what you're saying is is that is that you don't want to lay pipe. Uh. <laughs> I've, uh, I'll lay pipe every day, but you know, that's a health <laughs> thing. All right. If heaven does exist, what do you want God to say to you? Or what do you want to say to God when you arrive at the pearly gates? Are you sure? <laughs> 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 no, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> some of the demons that I deal with from the army, you know, I, I it took me a long time to get over the fact that you know how am i going to go before god and say you know how can you you know how are you going to forgive me for what i had to do I, it's hard for me to forgive myself you know and uh anything is possible man you just got to believe and you just got to say i'm sorry can you forgive me assuming that you're dead at this point after talking to god what do you want written on your tombstone or I know a lot of people don't believe in tombstones for whatever reason. What do you want your last words to be? <laughs> I always said that I'll be late to my own funeral. And when I get there, I'm going to come screaming in hot, like a rocket sliding in sideways going hell. What a ride here. I am. He tried, uh, tried to be the best I could be every day sometimes i wasn't the best others i was great i think everybody deserves to have a soapbox every once in a while if you had the ear of the world the entire world at one point what would you like to say to the world at large relax live with each other treat each other respectfully move forward one foot at a time that's about that's about it you know every day one foot forward left over right you know we got to we only got this world we only got each other we got to live in it somehow live together live that's why we're going to fall that is our show this week guys guys matt i would I thank you for coming on to not only this show, but uh, the uh, the WrestleMania special that that we that dropped today. So if you guys uh, are listening to this one and did not get a chance to listen to that one, please go back and listen to that one. It, it was a fun show to do. You can find me though at um, Freddie Fisher on Facebook. While you're there, check out Bracket Bastards. The S in Bastards is a dollar sign because Facebook apparently does not like the word bastards. <laughs> on uh, Bracketology, we have two polls going up currently. Uh, every single day, you can vote just like we do. On Twitter, Bastard who warned you about, we're all at BracketPod. And on Instagram, as always, you can find me at Can't Lick Me. Not one word. <laughs> if I, lick it, I, will leave, I will leave you guys with one 
simple line that I have left every single show except for one, and that was for a very special person, and that is this. It is okay to be a bastard. Just don't be a dick. <laughs>